Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Life in the Raw with Troy and Danny. I'm Troy. And I'm Danny. Hi, lovely. Hello. <laughs> uh. Um, How are you? I'm sorry for that. I'm good. Um, Today was kind of emotionally are, are weird. You, are, are you talking about you or are you going to ask me? I'm explaining me, okay. and then okay. I'm gonna ask you how oh, you're okay. doing. I was just double checking. <laughs> I thought you, I what? thought you were going straight into like no. A topic today was just emotionally weird. I don't know why. Nothing like triggered it. And I know why. I don't. I don't know why, but I don't know. It was just a really weird emotional day. Um, I can't think of any triggers that would have mm-hmm. caused it, but um, otherwise, it was good. It was a good day. How are you? Can't complain. No, <laughs> um, up until literally we press record. Listen, I had a shitty last couple days. Yeah, you've been emotionally, it's mentally. Been, it's been tested. Yeah, is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just you know. It's it's cool. It's I can't say what it is. It's, it's kind of cool how I felt like mentally and emotionally tested mm-hmm. until we pressed record, and then it was like, ah, fresh <laughs> breath of Welcome air. Welcome to therapy. Welcome to <laughs> therapy. Um, no, it, it's I've had it's a continuing on things that happened Sunday. Mm-hmm. That I hadn't gotten a chance to tell you because it happened today. So, okay, I just you know I've been I've been questioning a lot of things. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Yeah. <laughs> We're in therapy, remember? Um, I don't know. I just don't know if nursing. I don't know where my future is with nursing. I don't. It's hard to do a job where your knowledge mm-hmm. and the facts that you know about your residents are not respected True. by yeah. supervisors and by doctors and it's it's hard to continue to want to grow and proceed in this profession mm-hmm. when it's not when the least you can do is respect it and you don't you know as whenever we were talking about like especially our position we're lpns right it's the same reference i give anyone who asks me what kind of nurse that is um and if i'm honest with you we're an rn's bitch like that's what we are and unfortunately with that comes our knowledge base of as if we never went to nursing school right they just look at you like we're and no. it's like I, it, it's incompetent people right and it's it's mm-hmm. with what happened a few days ago mm-hmm. i had a resident who was mm-hmm. literally dying in front of my eyes literally yeah um and yeah, was like this. he um i was working with someone who was like hey can you lay eyes on this resident mm-hmm. you're here all the time right. and you you'll be able yeah. to know if we should send them out or not 
Mm-hmm. I walked into the room. I laid eyes on him. And within seconds, I knew he needed to leave because he was right. just, he, I could look at him and tell right. he was not okay. And I know this resident, I see this resident mm-hmm. day after day after day, and I know that he was not okay. And it basically, there was a series of events that were happening that were proving my suspicion that he's not okay and he needed right. to go. Vitals and not good. The vitals not good. Not he was having like low oxygen, yeah. all of that. Mm-hmm. And the supervisor was refusing to send him out yeah and was trying to come up with other reasons why he was of like why that. he can't yeah. leave and that that pissed me off yeah and i can tell you once we had to go over that supervisor's head to yeah. get him sent out but i also think too like you working with that person and her her title if you will mm-hmm. i think that was probably like even if i didn't i would have went over no, i'm her saying head like and called I'm, her out. I'm happy that she was there because in our setting with her calling she still holds the same status you know like she's still right right like and she still me, made a judgment if call. i would have called i made the right, right judgment i would have made mm-hmm. the right judgment call but i right. would have still been questioned about it right where is she, um, her doing it she's not questioned yeah. with it but mm-hmm. at the same time i don't think it's, it's appropriate just, for them to question it's considering where it's he is just now. one of those situations where it sucked i was irate mm-hmm. after ems and everybody came picked him up and they right. all left I went ballistic. Right, um, yeah. And rightfully so, in my opinion, and I don't regret doing that. Oh, I agreed, apologize yeah. to the AIDS, I, the AIDS that I saw. Mm-hmm. I did apologize for my behavior, but my behavior was also... It was... I feel like it was, justified. It was justified. When in, I came on the floor yeah. and I saw you guys with EMS outside of his room, right? And um, I saw him... When they were putting him on the elevator, right? Just like you, in two seconds of looking at him, you knew, and it, it, it was it. It turned out that what I thought was happening was happening. Was happening. He was in um, complete respiratory failure. Right. He was, and he is in a, the hospital. He, yeah. he he's from my knowledge is okay now, yeah. but that's besides the point. Mm-hmm. For me, the main point was you did not respect that and then we continue into monday and today where there's there's just a lack of communication between the provider and us and what irritates me is this is a new provider and she's not listening to the ones who know these residents like the back of their hand mm-hmm. we know every single little detail about them and she's trying to pressure us into doing certain things that is in any other position or any other um, environment would have been okay and justified but where we are in a type of facility that we are right. they have complete autonomy of their own self if they right. say no they say no yeah if they don't want something they don't want something yeah and these guys are are very good about if they need something they will speak yeah. up and they, let yeah. you know mm-hmm. but she's like 
trying to pressure it's people into doing and taking weird because she it seems like and this is just my observation of her my experience with her have is, you met her yeah uh twice wow yeah you know how many times i've met her the only reason i did is because i called the, um, I, I for a resident that was it. the problem mm-hmm. is and the issue is you want to know how many times i met her never did Right. Yeah. That's an issue to me. Right, that's yeah. a, that's a problem. You yeah. have how many nurses working under you and you're not even you don't have the halfway decency to meet even half of them. Mm-hmm. I find that ridiculous. Um, and I thought it was just like a shift thing. Mm-mm. But day shift has never met her either. Or my floor. I was going to say my day floor. Sh- day shift on my floor has never met her. Yeah. Um, I have never met. That we'll, provider. No, we'll call her Dr. M. I've never met her, ever. Yeah. Um, Doctor S, I met several times. Yes. Um, like this one, Doctor P, I've met her twice. She's, she came on the floor because the resident had some like face rash thing, as a reaction to the aerosol spray, not mm-hmm. aerosol, the Febreze spray. So her whole face was like swollen red and, yeah. So she came down and saw it. Right, while the reaction was happening, instead of just waiting, mm-hmm. so she came and looked at her. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, I would have never actually met her. But she doesn't. It almost seems like she's unfamiliar with this kind of patient, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. Like she's. It almost seems like she's used to like full, able-bodied, you know, people. Mm-hmm. And she is going to have to understand if she continues to be the provider. Because she's now, from what I understand, medical director. Mm-hmm. So if she's if she's really going to have to learn this type of resident, this type of patient. Because not, you have to. But on top of that, it's not just the type of resident. It's the type of facility that it is. Because you, you can't take you that can't, away from them. And, and it's just you're, you're offering these things. And... I get it in a normal fa- in a normal facility. That would be great things. It'll be great things, right. but in this type of setting, it's it's not. it's not because what's happening is and what happened tonight was you're saying this is what this resident needs, but the resident is turning around and refusing it. You didn't talk to them because because not only did you not talk to them, mm-hmm. you didn't talk to us about it. Right. If it was even necessary, mm-hmm. if it was, if what was happening was normal, right? Which it was. Right. That's the thing. It's yeah. a normal thing that happens with this particular resident, but mm-hmm. you're not even trying to figure that out, and you're you're making honestly, you make us look incompetent with the notes going back and forth because right. you're not only what really pissed me off was in the message you said that you've met with a CNA. And I was about to go off on a tangent. You met with the CNA, mm-hmm. who you did not meet with, and talked about talked with the CNA about this particular resident. And what the fuck was wrong? Oh, <laughs> um, bam! To, I was about to swing. Talk to this particular resident mm-hmm. um, about this issue, which I mean, you could have probably not. But w- what I'm confused about is you were saying you kind of diagnosed this is what i have the issue with you diagnosed this resident without any facts you're saying this resident was impacted 
but no x-ray was done. And then you went ahead and backtracked it and in your notes said that he had pseudo-constipation because, <laughs> of, because of frequent diarrhea. But my thing is, this resident has always had diarrhea. Had I won't say diarrhea. Has loose stools. Right. Always has. Right. Always will. Mm-hmm. Never change. And it's just like, you make us look stupid because I'm going to the resident, la-di-da-di-da, hey, this is what you have ordered. You have ordered. Can we- I don't want that. So I go back in and say, hey, they refused it. And then you reply, well, I talked to them earlier. They agreed to take it. Well, now I look like I'm not. Right, like you're just because not willing I'm to not, do it. Right, because yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what conversation I don't know what conversation you had. Or when you had it. Or when you had Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like, because I don't know. Because don't get Dealing me wrong, there, our residents are sometimes. Wishy-washy. Yeah. Like, oh, they agree to one person, but not to another. Mm-hmm. And it is sometimes on preference of who is asking. Right. But at the same time, if I have nothing to go on, if I the only thing I have to go on is the order that you put in. And a vaguely worded note as to that you just spoke with them or spoke to someone around them. Not stating. That's why with, and I know we all had our own particular issues. I don't know about you because I don't know when you came to the facility. But with Dr. S, Mm -hmm. we all had our particular issues with, with Dr. S. But the difference was, at least with Dr. S, if I said something, if I wrote something Mm -hmm. within the next 24 hours Mm -hmm. especially if i'm working she's on my floor talking to me about it right and that Mm -hmm. means if she has to stay until 3 30 when i get in if i'm running late that day she will and she will talk to me and then Mm -hmm. she'll go talk to the resident come back out tell me what happened tell me the orders and then turn around and write a very quick note detailed note of what happened what was so that i can always refer yeah. to and mm-hmm. then she's going back and writing her more detailed note right that mm-hmm. she's required to whereas with this one leaves directly three o'clock on the dot oh yeah has not met any of of us has not even bothered to i mean my thing is i would think that if you have all these nurses working for you you would at least go you know what i'm going to come in an hour late and stay an hour later just once to just meet the rest of the nurses, yeah. to have a conversation, to get to know them, to show my face. To me, this person is a ghost. Or hold up. Like I, right now, the, she's I a have new medical director. So right. you would think that she would want to. Or that the facility would require. Would also, yeah. Would require like an open forum with her. Like my thing is, it's like. Or make a. At least. A meeting, if you will. Right. At like least an, she would have some kind of. I would, I would think that you, know you know would want mm-hmm. to at least know who's working for you right you, you know would think. you would think and maybe it's just maybe <coughs> i'm not gonna speak for her i'm not her but you know it, it is becoming difficult especially when i have we have residents who aren't an everyday person to have a bowel movement right mm-hmm. um i mean your floor has a few mm-hmm. right but you know, uh, when I was working the floor above mine, there's a resident that only goes every four days. Yeah, well, I have when one that goes every five. When does it trigger? Uh, day three. Day three, right? right. For <laughs> intervention. But when we offer those interventions, right, it's refused. It, I don't normally go that soon. Mm-hmm. That's not my schedule. Mm-hmm. And then we look silly. 
but you trying to refuse so the intervention. I talked to our supervisor, mm-hmm. and I have my outs against that one. Yeah, <laughs> not v- too fond of her right mm-hmm. now. But I talked to her, mm-hmm. and you know where all th- where she believes. She was talking to me about it, and where she believes is the same time um, she came in mm-hmm. was the same time one of your residents was out for being literally full of shit. Right, Having and that. and mm-hmm. she thinks that our DON. Where it was talking to her, and now she the, thinks that mm-hmm. it's like a, they're making it a bigger deal than mm-hmm. what it needs to be. And I told that supervisor, I was like, I get it, but mm-hmm. your her job is not to go off of the new information that she's getting. She should have be investigating the charts. investigate the charts, mm-hmm. investigate with the nurses to figure out what it mm-hmm. is, because what she is saying is true. There is a lot of impaction. There shouldn't be so many people getting sent out, but look at the ones who were. Because around the time that that one was, mm-hmm. who was really full, you had probably within, you know, uh, the month of that time, two more people before and after that got sent out for the same reason. Yep. But all of those people, except for the outlier who, um, the, the outlier. So you had a lot of people on your floor that for a particular reason, was impacted Mm -hmm. and then you had that outlier one who was impacted for a totally different reason (laughs) (laughs) but those ones who on your floor that is all have one similar thing in common they're all peg tube patients and (laughs) one thing with peg tube patients is because of the constant feeding they are continuous they they Mm -hmm. can easily become so my thing is, instead of trying to make everyone on this huge right. bowel regimen, why don't mm-hmm. you focus on those guys and right. leave changing their right, and mm-hmm. then and change their whole bowel regimen to, right. and then focus on other people, mm-hmm. making sure that they're still good. Yeah, because I'm going. You're making me now talk to these residents where they're getting aggravated that I have to talk to them about it because they already know that I know. That they're on a normal schedule right. is just not. They are normal, not our it's not, normal. It's right. They're it's not normal. The, our normal. Right. But it, it's just it's frustrating, and it, it makes me feel. So I think too, I w- the biggest frustrating part I find in nursing is when we take people's voice away. Right. That bothers me not only for our specific setting, mm-hmm. but just in general. Mm-hmm. I understand that we do come across some dementia patients um mental health type Mm -hmm. situations but in some form or fashion everyone deserves to keep their voice in healthcare, and that's really hard and i do understand there's some you know outlandish situations but i think and what really bothers me is that other nurses do it too right and it's hard to watch because or you know hard to be the nurse that comes after um, when, you know, I have residents telling me that they don't get to do certain things or they don't get certain things because somebody had spoken for them and took it away. Right. No. My it's One of our list of resident rights. Right. Right. Says that they have. Right. Like, I'm, n- I'm not going right. to take that away from them. 
do we have to agree on what's best right for them absolutely. no we don't absolutely. but that is their choice absolutely and it's my job as a nurse to take care of them in the choice they made right but see it and it's it's just aggravating and it really makes me think like do i really want to continue to do this because of the underappreciation that i'm feeling and mm-hmm. i would say that oh changing the facilities would help but honestly you're gonna find it everywhere honestly you're gonna find it Especially everywhere now it's, it's something right it's something it's something to do with the i remember in school we call them lay people yes the lay people terms. Lay, lay terms people. lay people mm-hmm. and it's pretty much what that means is people who are not in the medical field right um but it's the lay people who has this idea that nurses don't know and that nurses aren't aren't aware of certain things right yeah um but you would actually be surprised on how much a doctor that you're thinking so much for helping save (laughs) your family member's life you're thanking them so much but you'll be surprised to learn how, how much, much that doctor, <laughs> how much that doctor actually relied on the nurse to do, right. and how much that doctor actually put in work to do. Right. You know, it's. And that's not all doctors. It's not all doctors, but it like is a eight good. Eight out of ten. It's a it's a pretty good amount, and I'm not yeah. knocking doctors at all. No. Like they they put in their work to go through, mm-hmm. but I I think what people fail to realize is what a nurse's real job is, yeah. and and just to let lay people know in layman's terms is a nurse is the eyes and ears of the doctor Mm -hmm. the doctor is the brain they come up with the diagnosis they are able to diagnose Mm -hmm. you they're able to come up with a treatment plan but in order to figure out what's wrong they rely on the nurse to be their eyes and ears Mm -hmm. and to know everything about that patient it's our job to know everything it's our it's our job everything and it's you'll be surprised to find it You'll be surprised on how many, and I used to work at a doctor's office and it mm-hmm. was like this too, mm-hmm. where the doctors would be like, so what do you think? What's happening? Because my job is to go in, when I was at the doctor's office, my job was to go in and what you think is go in to just mm-hmm. get your vitals and go out, see why you're there. But I'm getting background. I'm going in, I'm doing a little head to toe assessment to see what's up. Right. I'm asking you mm-hmm. questions. I'm asking vital signs. I'm getting your your demeanor i'm getting right. backstory mm-hmm. i'm getting history your about all of this what's going and on yeah. the doctor would go in mm-hmm. meet with you come out and then the first thing they do is find their nurse and go so what do you think what's what's mm-hmm. up and then i would have to i remember i used to be the one to be like oh well but remember this about them in their history mm-hmm. and remember a couple years ago you gave them this medication and it didn't work you'll be surprised how much a doctor relies on a nurse to do their job. Right. And it's just kind of sucky that the the nurse kind of gets put in the background for that and yeah. the doctor gets all the woohoo. Right. The un, unsung heroes. But I definitely would not be a doctor. I can mm. have... I, I can do NP. <clears throat> I might as well have been a doctor <laughs> if but, I went for uh, NP. But what's kind of crazy about that, I don't know if anyone's ever done any research on how much a provider makes a doctor. Mm-hmm. We actually make more than them. Who? We do. Make more than who? The doctor. What? A doctor without a specialty, family practice, once they've started and opened their own practice and paid with insurance, we make more than a doctor. Who? We. We as in nurses. 
make well, more than I. I want you to. I, I the competitive. I, I mm. need. I need. I need hold on, because oh yeah, what what you didn't I, know that? Because I had doctors at the facility that I was making working at making a lot more than I was making. You were a new nurse then. A lot more than what I'm making now. <clears throat> Let's see. Oh, and here she go with her research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Indeed has that a physician makes um, $110,000 a year. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Because that 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 ain't that ain't what I've been making. <laughs> um, okay, so let me rephrase that because we're LPNs, we don't make that much, or as much. RNs can make a hundred thousand dollars a year. They can. Yeah. Yeah. So it's possible. It's rare, but it's possible. Right, but like that. That comes with a lot of years. Th- those are some RNs ready to retire. No, they are not. <laughs> Okay, um, but you like, know what's really funny? Hold on. That brought me to this. Also, I had something. Okay, mm-hmm. my brain. Um, I was working with that nurse that I was working with all weekend. Yeah. She she was like, you know, you handled that situation very well. And she was like, why won't you be like a supervisor? I was like, no, <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't be a supervisor. Right. She was mm-hmm. like, but why? I was like, my... My mouth is not going to allow me because <laughs> people call out for BS reasons mm-hmm. and I'll be the one to call them out. And then my I can't do it. Plus, <laughs> they don't they won't pay me the same. Right. She was like, well, how much are you looking to get paid? I was like, from what I get paid now. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need at least like a five dollar bump to be a supervisor. Fair. And the reasoning behind that, she was like, that's ridiculous. Nobody was ever going to do that. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, but the reasoning behind it, though. Mm-hmm is currently the number of residents that I have with what I get paid mm-hmm. versus when I'm a supervisor, how many residents oh, I have? Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. you're going to have to pay me a lot more. Mm-hmm. That's me being nice. A $5 pay bump? Yeah. That's me being nice. And that would be like during supervisor hours. It wouldn't be like... It wouldn't be. No, no, no. no. I, would, I yeah. would never make them do it no, all like the time. Just on the floor. Literally yeah. just supervising hours. Mm-hmm. But that the pay bump is reasonable first off that's me being really nice because it's not really that reasonable i not but she was like you should some odd residents yeah no, no 133 something know. something like that um there was something else oh and then on mm-hmm. top of that i said something about a cna earlier mm-hmm. i've always said this cnas okay one thing that irritates me mm-hmm. And listen to everything that I'm about to say yeah. for all of you out there listening. <laughs> um, one thing that irritates me is when CNAs call themselves nurses. Oh. CNAs and MAs, when they call themselves nurses, mm-hmm. that irritates me. Okay. The reasoning is y'all do a whole lot of shit <laughs> that I do not do. True. Not and that we can't do. It's we not just that we don't. It's, do yeah, it. it's not that we can't. <laughs> right. It's just we don't. I don't it's do it. It's not in my scope. I hate when and and I guess it's because every time I hear it, I feel like 
They feel like they're making themselves less than. Yeah. Okay. I I, I think for mm -hmm. people outside looking in, they're making them. People would think that they're making them mm -hmm. seem more by saying that they're a nurse, but no. I feel like they're making themselves less than because it's like the amount of stuff mm -hmm. and the amount that me as a floor nurse, I rely on my oh, yeah. CNAs and MAs. Oh, yeah. Like, y'all do way more. I could not be the nurse that I am without you guys. Oh, for sure. So me, for you guys either. to go yeah. around saying you're no, you are a CNA, a MA, and you're a damn good one. Right. I can't stand when they do that. Yeah. And I always get an argument with them when I tell them. And when Especially they're like, one of my CNAs. You're always arguing with her about it. Well, I'm, yeah, because I, I can't <laughs> stand it. Yeah. Like the amount of, first off, the physical work you have to go through. Oh, yeah, through, for sure. Then the mental work that you have to mm -hmm. go through. Then the the amount that you have to do. And then In the amount. Th and then time, yeah. not just the amount that you have to do, but also the amount that you're willing to put extra into. Right. You you deserve that title of a CNA, and you deserve to celebrate that right. because y'all do the damn thing. Like, mm -hmm. I for sure much I, respect. Just like we're the doctors' eyes and ears, so is my CNA. Right. When and it's really great when they are familiar and like extra familiar with the residents, whereas they can hey they're not acting right. Mm -hmm. Hey, they don't seem like themselves. Mm -hmm. Hey, did you notice that so-and-so has this on their rear end? You know, like, they are a great asset to me being a nurse. Right. And it, I can't see what you mean. Um, I'd say, like, status-wise, I could see why they would status -wise, claim I that. Status-wise, I get but, it. Why they claim it, I really, absolutely. I really, the CNAs that we have, especially in this facility. They're like we said great. before, this is a home for disabled adults. They have all kinds of, you know, a wide range of disabilities. And I can say probably 95% of our residencies are, our residents require total, total care. Right. And total assistance in and out of the bed, in and out of wheelchairs. Um, with to daily, bathroom, showers, eating. Daily tasks that need to be done. All of it. And I I could not do what they do. Right. And I Nor also... Nor do I want to. Right. I mean, that's true. Um, but, you know, when I watch them, I'm constantly checking in on them. Like, hey, right. you doing like, okay? Are you okay? Are you good? Right. Do like you need the, anything? The work that... Like, the what you guys... What you guys do should mm -hmm. be celebrated. Right. That's why I'm really happy that this year they did separate Nurses, Nurses and Week CNA. and CNA Week because they mm -hmm. didn't do that in the past. Okay, this is the yeah. first time that they did that. I'm glad they and did. And I it. definitely think that that was well deserved. Right. Although I do think they could have put a little more effort into it. <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm but, a, yeah. it's mm -hmm. it's whatever. But still, I think that they should be just celebrated because that's just yeah healthcare in general is getting really hairy sometimes and they just keep trucking like nothing nothing's changing nothing's right yeah but yeah this the last oh my gosh and then oh, the last weekend we had stats back to back we talked about that on the last episode 
was just been getting complicated. Um, but yeah, um, like usual. You know I didn't check check to see if that's an issue or anything. Over there. Mm-hmm. On the table. Right. So that might be something. But yeah. I, I just I just everyone's appreciated. I feel like appreciation for healthcare. Next time you guys are at a doctor's office, you're out in the hospital, God forbid. If you can, take a moment and thank them for being there. Because, you know, they can do a lot. A lot is done. A lot is always done. <clears throat> okay. Um, there is something that I wanted to, to ask, and I will. To ask. Ooh, everything is open. Um, not ask. Well, yeah, I guess it is ask. <laughs> um... Uno momento, por favor. Went in Spanish in high school. <laughs> Can't you tell? <laughs> Uno momento, por favor. That reminds me of that um. That reminds me of. <laughs> um, what was it? The. What is that movie that you really love? Bridesmaids. Oh. <laughs> she's, she's at the bridal shower. And oh, she's, she's like, yeah. She starts, uh, she's drunk out of her mind. Wait, no, she wasn't no, drunk she at wasn't this point. Drunk. She, was, she to was just trying to one-up the yeah. other girl. And she was like, in the, um, she said, thank you for coming in the casa and the biblioteca. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, you're hilarious. Okay. Mm-hmm. T. Not for any of us, but okay. okay. Mm -hmm. So, something I wanted to tell you, and I really wanted to tell you on the podcast. Okay. Uh, Changing gears, by the way, everyone. Um, squirrel. Mm -hmm. Do you remember? So I'm I'm of the millennial age where YouTube was still a thing. Um, so I watched a lot of YouTubers, and I kind of still do watch a few few of them. Mm-hmm. But the one that I'm talking about in particular, uh-huh. her name is Colleen Ballinger. And she's also known as Miranda Sings. You remember her? I do, do yeah. You, have you heard about what's been happening? No, I have not. <laughs> okay. You should know so, me by now. I don't keep up with that stuff. We're going to take this back a little bit. You, you do this. To too. like three years ago, there was a another YouTuber... Um, mm-hmm. who posted a video mm-hmm. and he basically in this video paraphrasing he said allegedly mm-hmm. and the reason why I'm saying allegedly is because you ain't coming after me <laughs> but he said allegedly uh-huh. that she was being inappropriate with him and she would oh. really rude towards him and she would hire him to do like her dirty work so she would basically, so mm-hmm. she set up a group chat with a lot of her fans. And okay. mind you, her fans, a lot of them were underage at the time. 
Um, okay. And she was of age. She was an adult. Right. Um, and she would chat with them, and she would be inappropriate. And mm. so, like, um, he, she would be, like, she was getting a divorce at, at one particular time, and mm-hmm. she would ask them to, like, be kind or whatever. But, like, really, she was asking them to, like, if you see anything, like, make sure you defend me. And mm-hmm. they would go out, and they would be comment guards and, like, mm-hmm. She didn't do anything. It's all her ex's fault and blah, blah, right. blah. okay. He accused her of trauma dumping. Um, I could see it. Which mm-hmm. she would be like going to group chats and be like, oh, this guy is being mm-hmm. very emotionally and, and, and verbally it, abusive yeah. mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. And then she he accused her of sending underwear oh. in the mail as like fan mail. Ew. And um, I know that's a fetish, but hold on, hold ew. on. So and then um, would say, oh, um, would make he like posted a comment, and mm-hmm. he would be like, oh, my ass looks good today, and then she would reply like, send pics, and like oh, all that, right? Yeah. And so he he came out and said that, and was basically saying she was not a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, she responded with a video saying, never did that, yeah. never said that. Right. Um, the whole sending underwear, it was, mm-hmm. um, like, unu- th- they were unused underwear, and she sent right. it as a joke or whatever, mm-hmm. um, basically defending herself in all of this. And people were bashing him. Oh, you're lying. You, you're How just looking you? for yeah. a clout, mm-hmm. blah, 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 and defending her. Insane. Right? So that yeah. happened like three years ago. <coughs> well, there's updates to the story. <laughs> so apparently mm-hmm. a little bit ago, mm-hmm. by a little bit, I mean like a month or so ago, mm-hmm. um, there was a, another YouTuber who came out mm-hmm. and basically s- said, hey, everything Adam said is correct. And here's the proof. And was basically saying that. Dang. Um, they felt like they were getting groomed by, allegedly getting groomed right. by mm-hmm. Colleen, mm-hmm. and she was showing receipts. And she was showing text message from that group chat that they called the Weenies. Um, Why? Of messages so of not okay. her saying all of this mm-hmm. stuff. And, the, oh, by the way, rollback and that first apology video Mm -hmm. she said that um she replied send pics to keep the conversation going but she did not respond after that and i don't know if there's been proof that she if she did respond after she said Mm -hmm. that or what have you but anyway i mean that's still inappropriate it's still inappropriate Mm -hmm. but she did say that in that uh, in that apology video Mm -hmm. um but she goes into this one and she's like hey um yeah, the, everything she did is true. Mm-hmm. She asked me, her and her friend asked me to make videos because she did make a video mm-hmm. three years ago saying that Adam was lying, and she was like, her like wow. they asked me to make a video and mm-hmm. and like do all these things to prove right, that he yeah. wasn't lying, and like now that I'm older, I'm realizing that she's like groom, she was grooming us, and she was taking That's advantage crazy. of us, and she wanted. Like, she, it was a lot of, like, um, oh, my gosh, I'm going to do this because she's talking to me. Mm-hmm. Like, a famous person is literally talking to me. Mm-hmm. And she was giving all this proof. She was showing 
text messages between Mm -hmm. she had screenshots of text message so what happened was the text message between adam and and colleen Mm -hmm. adam had but he did not want to share them because his initial intent for that video three years ago was to just show light of what was happening but not like incredibly bash and cancel it but he wanted to show light that she wasn't a good person right and he she showed some of the text colleen showed some of the Mm, text of course the ones that fit her narrative but and like colleen when colleen was texting this one girl Mm -hmm. i think her name was like i think it's them i think their name was katie cadence cade I don't know. K. I'm just going to say K. So okay. K. K was like, um, sh- Colleen sent all of these screenshots of the messages between Adam and Colleen to K. Oh. And then K was like, oh, I'll make a video. Can I put the screenshots in there? And she was like, no, 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 no. Don't put the screenshots in there. I'm just trying to show you what was happening. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, like I was just trying to show you the truth. Mm-hmm. And she and Kay was like, well, I'm going to make a video about it right. to, you know, defend you. Right. Um, and I won't put these in if you don't want me to. But mm-hmm. in these messages, like, they're going back and forth because Adam used to run her Twitter stuff. Right. And yeah. what originally, what also happened and one of the big things of why Adam stopped caring for, I wouldn't say stop caring, stop communicating with Colleen is because there was a tweet back then where Colleen came out of the closet as a Megan Trainer fan or something like that. But it looked, um, uh, uh, Adam came up with that tweet. Mm-hmm. And, and Adam posted it with mm-hmm. Colleen's approval. And Colleen started to get backlash and then started to blame Adam for it. Oh, right. Mm, yeah. So she hired an underage kid to run her social media sites. Um, wow. Uh, unpaid. Yeah. Also. Mm-hmm. But they're a big fans, So they, of course, they're willing to do so. Right. And so she started to get backlash and started blaming Adam. That was one of the reasons why they stopped talking. But anyway, um, in those messages, it was like Colleen was saying, you know, you shouldn't have posted those. Like, that was rude. And he was like, but you approved it. And, like, you're being very rude. Like, don't forget, I am underage. And you're being, like, really mean to me. Mm -hmm. And she was just coming out of pocket. And so then more allegations have been coming out Mm. since Kay posted that video Mm -hmm. of other people. At the time, most, I think all but maybe a few were underage. Mm -hmm. In this one group chat, Colleen got accused of being inappropriate. But people are also seeing a lot of other things that she's been appropriate with. Like, Mm -hmm. for instance, there's one girl that came out. Her name is Becky. She publicly came out and said it, so I can say her name. She did the good hair. Um, (laughs) At the time, she was underage. I think she was, like, 14 or 15, Mm -hmm. maybe younger. She went to one of uh, Miranda Singh's live shows. And if you've Mm -hmm. never seen one of her live shows, I've only seen them on YouTube, and one was recorded online for Netflix. I wonder if that's still up. But anyway... Um, she starts. She typically starts a show as Colleen herself, mm-hmm. and then she transforms into Miranda right. and starts a mm-hmm. very funny comedy show. Um, funny, but also inappropriate. Um, so, mm-hmm. in this show, she usually picks. She has one segment where she says whether something is like inappropriate or not, mm-hmm. and she calls it something like, "Oh." Um, 
this is like sinful, not sinful, something like that. Yeah. And so this girl says she dressed what she thought for her age was provocative, which was a romper. And she was mm-hmm. wearing spandex shorts underneath, but she did wear a romper to the show mm-hmm. in hopes to get picked for that segment. But mm-hmm. instead, she got picked for a segment called the Yoga Challenge. And she got mm-hmm. her on stage, and Colleen laid her down on her back, facing, not facing the stage. Like, her head was towards the audience, mm-hmm. and her back was towards, you know, the right. stage. Okay. And got her on her back, and she, like spread her legs to see how far they can open and she got up or whatever but as a you know at the time a 30 year old doing this to a for a minor i don't care how old yeah it's that's kind of fucked up you just don't do that right because you don't know who your audience is right and and she said that you know she wanted to get picked she did Mm -hmm. specifically dress that way it's doesn't doesn't it doesn't matter but she said she knows where her fault was Mm -hmm. but the fact that a 30 year old woman would do that she felt disgusting and she said that she has been essayed in the past Mm -hmm. but she was like this it feels the same way like she does she did not like how she was publicly on stage right by another woman like that's right and so then um some other allegations include Mm -hmm. just like once again her being rude her being inappropriate Mm -hmm. her sending inappropriate stuff but one of the major ones was her sending nudes now what now get this the nudes that she sent in one of the group chats um one was allegedly a minor at the time the other Mm -hmm. one was 22 at the time okay um these Plus a lot of other minors who haven't came forward with it, but, Mm -hmm. you know. I'm sure by the group chats know that there's more. They know. Mm -hmm. Um, She sent nudes Mm -hmm. of, drumroll, Trisha Paytas. Right? No way. Of Trisha Paytas. And for those of you who don't know, she's a YouTuber. She was like a reality star YouTuber. Um currently a sex worker mm-hmm. um which all power to her she's not she is ju- no the judgment drama. but she's she's <laughs> been very problematic in the past yeah. with a lot of stuff she, she said she's been mm-hmm. canceled many a times many times yeah but but i'm i'm gonna get to that point but she uh, colleen allegedly sent of her of her only fans like screenshots of her only fan her nude on her only fans to the group chat okay that is disgusting. Right. So then, all of those allegations happened. Mm-hmm. Colleen responds. Well, she went quiet for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then of course she did. She responds with an air quote apology video. Oh, great. The mm-hmm. reason why I said a air quote mm-hmm. is because the video was mostly sanged. Like the apology. She mostly sang the apology. Now, here's the thing. That's like Here's mocking it. I was, before learning about this, I was a fan of Colleen Ballinger. Right. And Miranda Sings. And is it out of her character to sing an apology video? Honestly, no. Like, I'm not shocked that she did that just because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to knock someone's talent. She can sing. Mm-hmm. She's an amazing singer. Um, so, like... Am I shocked that she did it? No. 
do I think it's a um, think it's appropriate? Also, no. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it's very it inappropriate. It feels like mockery. Right, but so she starts the video off, and she's basically saying or singing. Um, my PR team, my managers, all said that I shouldn't say anything about the allegations that are happening, mm-hmm. but I will sing about it. And in oh this apology gosh. video, she basically sings a song mm-hmm. about the toxic gossip train. No. And she's saying that a lot. She's basically in the song is saying a lot of these allegations are untrue. Mm-hmm. Um, but people are jumping on, are jumping on yeah. it, are jumping on the train mm-hmm. and, and going along with it without knowing the facts. Right. But a lot of the allegations aren't true. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, one thing I can say is, you know, with in regards to Miranda Sings, on my profile, it states PG-13. Mm-hmm. And with that, it's, what is it, parent guide for 13 and under? The, isn't that what it stands for, pretty much? Pretty much, yeah. Like, like parents no guide one's... parents guidance thirteen and under yeah. is what PG thirteen stands for. Yeah. So my thing is, I get it because if your child is under thirteen, you should be watching. You them. should definitely be watching mm-hmm. what they. Are and watching? she she has always said that for everything that she's done, she's mm-hmm. always put it's PG thirteen. But that still doesn't I get give that. you. I get that, and I mm-hmm. understand what that is. But the stuff that you were doing is not pg-13 no with your age their age no matter whether they think it's okay or the parents think it's okay it's not okay right so it doesn't give you the right to do that right um but she was going on and she's you know talking about you know she didn't i i didn't hear i'm sorry the most i'm sorry i kind of got from that was Mm -hmm. like I don't, I, I don't, I didn't really get it. I'm sorry for Well, it, the sound honestly. of it doesn't seem like she would even be implying that she was sorry. Right. And, and honestly, so boom, there's that. Mm-hmm. It's really sad that I'm about to say this. Well, I'm about to say it later, but mm-hmm. Trisha Paytas comes back with a video explaining, you know, how she got involved and everything from there. Oh, no. I'm, it's sad that I'm going to say this. Actually, it's not sad, but it's crazy that I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. Trisha Paytas is the more reasonable one in this situation. That is crazy to and say. That is that crazy to is say because nuts. she's she's <laughs> yeah. always problematic, yeah. but she's actually reasonable mm-hmm. in this whole situation. So in her video, mm-hmm. she states that she had nothing to do with it. She found out about it when everybody else when did. When came out, yeah. She, she said, yes, I am a sex worker. I've never been quiet about that. My stuff have never, my entertainment has never been for children. No. Um, yeah, she's, she's it's very apparent. She, and she's always said it, mm-hmm. too. This is not for but anyone. But she, she, she's always said that it herself is not for anyone underage. Mm-hmm. Her OnlyFans is blocked behind a paywall, and it states on there, and OnlyFans as well states you have to be 18 and above to subscribe to, to, subscribe to view, pay for, to pay for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she was disgusted. 
the fact that her needs uh, privacy was and I she, mean, it's and she, don't get me wrong, she's it's not, not private but she's privacy not disgu- was violated she's not disgusted for her because yeah, no. she puts that stuff up there so she's not right. sad or mm-hmm. she's disgusted that someone else felt the need to do that and send her stuff mm-hmm. out and have viewing parties of her pornographic material out there and she was like and out there with underage well, anybody she so there's pictures of like her of colleen having viewing parties of her only fans that's insane that's ridiculous but get this though they've always been they've been quote-unquote friends this whole time or at least trisha thought so she said at least once a year since 2018 they filmed a video before she looked at the mm-hmm. uh, the messages that were leaked and yeah the, she said a month before she sent those messages trisha was at colleen's house Having filming a mukbang video meeting Colleen's son, and then a month later, Colleen sent those messages. Oh, that is horrible! By the way, her son is like I want to say three or four, so it was kind of recent. Not only that, but a few months ago, they started their own podcast together because Trisha just had a baby, and right, so yeah. they thought it would be a good idea since they're friendly and they kind of know each other. That they and they're both. I mean, it would moms. make for good content because they right. they are familiar, but not familiar, not familiar enough. And they with have each other. similar, you know, interests right. with mm-hmm. Broadway and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So they thought it would be a great idea. That's insane, right? And so she said, over the last since we started doing this, she thought that they were really close, mm-hmm. and she had even asked when this stuff started and mm-hmm. earlier this uh, last month, mm-hmm. she started to even ask Colleen, "Hey, is this true? Should I know?" Colleen kept going, it's no, it's not true, it's not factual, it's not true. And then the messages got talked about, and she was like, is that true? And she's like, no, you got to believe me, like, this is not true. And then the messages got leaked. And then that's when she was like, you can't really say it's not true, it's it's there. It's out now. It's right. And people are coming forward. Right, and she was giving her chance after chance. But Mm -hmm. she basically said, you know... In that this all, insane. she said, I am sorry to the victims right. of this whole situation. Mm-hmm. That was not my intent. My intent it is... It wasn't meant for your it, viewing. It's not meant for your viewing. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry that, you know, that traumatized you. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that, you know, it, I was brought into it that way. But that was not what I meant to do. And she basically was like, and as for Colleen, I will never talk to her. She's dead to me. Wow. Like, I, I wish her the well. I'm sure she'll be fine. But, like... Yeah. She's, and that's the cliff note version of the whole situation. Girl. That tea was hot. That was, that's crazy. That's insane to me. But I have noticed here in the in the more recent years that those that have been victims of celebrities are or, coming are, out. I and mean, I'm happy that they are. Flying out at this because point. Because one thing I can say is, is celebrities are humans too. Right. I get it. They are humans, mm-hmm. and they go through stuff. They make mistakes, absolutely. Right. But so are so is everyone else. Right. And the fact that people are, and I'm glad they're no longer. But the fact that they even used to hold these celebrities to a higher standard, to where oh, you couldn't touch they them. couldn't, yeah. you could celebrities couldn't be touched. And mm-hmm. now it's like no, people are realizing. Yeah. No. You, yeah. If you're doing wrong, I'm going to say it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, and they're holding them accountable. Like I'm proud for that. Right. That's amazing. And especially like the more recent ones, like Drake Bell, that shocked me. I Which had one? no, 
Um, oh, the child pornography? Yeah, I had no idea. I knew about that. I had no idea. Um, and just the drastic change in, like, celebrity in general. Right. Um, you know, a majority of the ones that we grew up with mm -hmm. really became a victim of right. society, right. unfortunately. And, and one thing that Colleen did mention in her video is she was like, you know, this is all just cancel culture. Here's the thing. <laughs> I have my own personal <laughs> opinions about cancel culture. Yeah. I actually hate cancel culture. Yeah. I hate the fact that people cancel other people. I don't know what that even means. How does that even work? Because people, everyone who has gotten canceled. It's still a thing. It's still, still a making thing. money. Still making still, money. Still, yeah. But my thing is, it's like, how, are you, how can you cancel someone? No. I feel like it should be called, like, accountability culture, where you <laughs> hold people accountable for things. Because it's like, you're, what they say for do, instance, yeah. like James Charles. Mm -hmm. They canceled him, but yet a lot of people are still buying his products. But also, Jeffrey my thing with, that, with Jeffree Star, yeah. he got canceled multiple times. And his products are getting sold out instantaneously. Yeah. Michaela, Shane, Shane Dawson, all right. of them. Mm -hmm. Like, and my thing is, you can't really cancel them. All you can really do is hold people accountable. Right. And I feel like that's what you should do, not mm -hmm. necessarily cancel. Because canceling, all that's doing is giving all these people publicity. Right. They wait about a year. Not even. Not even. And then they come back and they're fine. Right. They're still making and I money. Think a, I think a lot of cancel culture is one it's toxic but two very much so before we were friends mm -hmm. or before we were close if you will your thing was theater mm -hmm. my thing wasn't mm -hmm. was i familiar sure but that was that's your mm -hmm. everything right mm -hmm. just because i'm not a fan or i wasn't a fan at that time of theater doesn't mean that i should run out and cancel you because i don't like what you like right that doesn't make any sense. We're all going to have different tastes and things. Right. Just because you don't like how Michaela or what Michaela said or what James Charles said, whatever, or their actions, doesn't mean that somebody in five minutes hasn't been through something similar. Right. And has now gravitated towards them because they're similar. Right. Now, James Charles was something different because he was doing some things that were inappropriate absolutely um just like this miranda sing situation mm -hmm. so him that's totally different but like jeffrey star he said things that people didn't agree with mm -hmm. michaela said things that people don't agree with but what we don't agree on 10 other people will and it'll go running right to them you can't cancel people well, like also that. i think like, end of the it, day, it doesn't my make thing sense. is like you want to sit here and cancel people but honestly they're not really affected you're canceling no. you're canceling um, Jeffrey Star, who's a multi-millionaire, he has enough money to sit back and not do anything. Right. Do you really think he cares? I haven't done anything. You canceled Shane Dawson. You're canceling Colleen Ballinger. You canceled mm -hmm. James Charles. These people already got money. Mm -hmm. How about instead of canceling them, just make them more accountable? Right. Make them understand their wrongdoings. Come forward. Speak out. Speak out. Don't accept the money whenever they're offering it to you to shut up. Right. Make them accountable. Make them accountable for yeah. it. And like. One thing I can say, the biggest one that made a huge turnaround that I'm mm. shocked is the James Charles one. Not James Charles. Jeffrey Star. Jeffrey Star. I was about to say, he, James he, didn't do anything. He did a lot of out-of-pocket shit. Mm -hmm. He apologized for it. 
and he's been he literally changed his entire life he does still sell product but right. he changed he moved he out he of the moved toxic area out of the toxic area he was he now in, runs a ranch because i still follow him <laughs> he moved again he's great um yeah. he moved out of the air to, the toxic area that he was out i'm um, in mm-hmm. he moved out and moved into a more secluded area mm-hmm. he cut a lot of people out of his life yeah publicly too. publicly mm-hmm. um he took a lot of time out of being in the public eye mm-hmm. to really focus on himself right. his mental health yeah. and his businesses mm-hmm. and he's coming back in a totally different way he's still jeffree star he still mm-hmm. has all the businesses all the makeup lines all of that mm-hmm. but really he's focused more so on the business aspect than it is the public the yeah. public celebrity type of mm-hmm. aspect mm-hmm. you know he was a multi-millionaire living in one of the most expensive mansions in la and literally sold it left it behind to go live in, in the on middle a ranch, of nowhere in the middle of nowhere on a ranch yeah oh he sold mm-hmm. all his belongings he that that what happened and people making him become accountable for his right. actions mm-hmm. changed him. The right. difference between accountability and canceling is a huge thing. Right. Because just canceling them, they're not learning anything. Right. You're still making the money. Right. They're still sitting back and, okay, you can cancel me. That's fine. You're still going to buy my stuff. Right. And, the, and people do. Mm-hmm. But when you hold them accountable for their actions, mm-hmm. for instance, Shane Dawson is a really good example with this because he did something i can't remember what he did something he was canceled um he made an apology video Mm -hmm. people held him accountable to that and said that was not good enough you did not explain your wrongdoings right you did not actually admit to anything right he turned around made another apology video to express people's concerns with that Mm -hmm. and really took it into account and he said i think in this video he said something along the lines of once again, paraphrasing mm-hmm. something along the lines of like, I get what you guys are saying. I mm-hmm. don't see that. So honestly, I'm going to take time off to really look at the situation. Right. Look re-evaluate. at what happened. Reevaluate my mm-hmm. life. Reevaluate what's happening. Mm-hmm. Understand what you guys are coming from. And then, you know, return I'm going to take this done, and yeah. return when I'm done. And mm-hmm. he was gone. A while. I think he was gone for maybe two or three years before Mm -hmm. posting another video. Right. He posted the video, and he didn't really talk about that situation, Mm -hmm. but in subsequent videos afterwards, he talked more and more about it, where he was like, he expressed, you know, I took a lot of time off, Mm -hmm. and and once again, this is in a span of like four or five videos where Mm -hmm. he was like, I took a lot of time off to really focus on this and to learn from my stupid mistakes of me saying outlandish things, right. doing outlandish things, and I really had to take that time to to reflect on what I was doing and right. my wrongs yeah. in order to make it right. And he did. Right. You know, so I think I think a lot of people also that's my thing too. When when people are apologizing, mm-hmm. a true apology, mm-hmm. I think people have to not just hold them accountable, yes, but also have to understand that just because I don't know, I forgot what I was trying to say. <laughs> Damn it. It happened again. Um, with talking about that kind of stuff, what is your view on karma? <clears throat> Do I believe it like in that whole religious what religion is that about karma? 
Did you just say? To Google. <coughs> what's, what's wrong with that? I'm good now. Buddhism. Buddhism. It's Buddhism. And, and Hindu. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was right. So yeah, I with thought so. The Hindu and uh, Buddhist religion in that term of karma? No, not necessarily. No. Do I think... What goes I, around comes around. Do I think what goes around comes around? Yes. Mm-hmm. I do think that the energy that you put out, you will receive. So if you're sitting there, for instance, if you're sitting there angry and upset, mm-hmm. people aren't going to want to be around you. If, if something bo- is bothering you, mm-hmm. and you're sitting there pissed off, you're angry, upset, sitting there with a pouty face, you really think people are going to come up to you and see what's wrong, even though that's all you want? What you put out is what you get. So do I think that if I wrong someone, mm-hmm. do I think that if I wrong someone, someone's going to wrong me? Yeah. So it says in Hinduism and, and Buddhism, the sum of a person's actions in this and previous states of existence viewed as deciding their fate in future existence. Yeah, I don't believe that. So obviously... That's not with our faith base, but our the informal definition of karma is destiny or fate following an effect from a cause. So an action causes a reaction right. type yeah. thing that's justified from the original. Because what I think is like karma. If I slap mm-hmm. you right now. And I beat the... I'm just kidding. <laughs> and you beat the shit out of me. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, hello, well deserved. Oh, well, I caused it. I, I hit her. So right. She, yeah. I guess that's what I kind of believe mm-hmm. with, with the whole karma situation. Because okay. I... I'm just... I'm going to share something. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm going to share. It's from middle and high school, if you will. <clears throat> I believe that good things come to good people who have put in the time and effort in doing good things. Um, I had a girl. Sometimes. <laughs> I'm, that doesn't exclude the bad from happening, but um, I no, had I a. I just think that that might be true sometimes. A, Not everyone. Um, a girl in middle and high school. Um used to bully the hell out of me. And I mean that. I mean, she would start rumors that I was sleeping around with people. Oh, you little slut. Um, I was a prude. <laughs> um, I, I say that and just knowing the, <laughs> truth, yeah. the truth, I find it funny. So, you know, she would start rumors about how many people I was allegedly sleeping with. Um, Were you high-fiving them? <laughs> I totally was. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, she just, she would intentionally, like, make my life hell. Mm-hmm. Um, it started in middle school and continued when we switched to high school because our middle middle and high school were right next door to each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she just, and I don't, I looking back now i don't know if there was anything i ever like personally did to her that caused her to start it 
But she just, she made my life hell. And she kept, like, she would make fun of how I looked, how I dressed. I wasn't, Mm -hmm. like, I wasn't fashionable. I wasn't anyone that really sought after that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I was just me, you Mm -hmm. know. And um, there was a time where I asked my mom, I asked my mom for red highlights. Mm-hmm. And I, I wanted, <gasps> I wanted, I wanted red highlights. So my mom was like, That's "All right." Style decision. She was like, "All right, cool," and went and got whatever I would need for red highlights: red dye, a cap that she could pull, you know, chunks of hair through to make these highlights. And she did them, but instead of like the small. You know, thin highlights. They were chunky. Yeah. And it earned me a name at school. Fire crotch. <laughs> Fire crotch. Because she asked, the girl that was bullying me asked if the uh, curtains matched the drapes, you know. <laughs> and um, it just was, it was really bad. Oh, my God. And I really, I say that to know yes it probably will make a few people go what the heck and or laugh but i laugh at it school, now but in middle and high school that's deal. like horrible right it was a big deal i got in several fights with her uh, same girl Physical? yeah same girl i don't see you fighting i did then only because i like i don't was defending I, myself i physically cannot see mm-hmm. you throwing a punch that actually hurts because <laughs> that's so true <laughs> like i like even now did yeah. you lose the fight no. You uh-uh. won? Yeah. <gasps> That's my bitch. I didn't start them, so I never got suspended. I never got ISS or OSS. That's I, my bitch. Even then. I, I didn't <laughs> know you, but she was still my bitch. I, um, Na- several Nowadays, your days, your days just putting your hand behind me, so I don't fight. Right. That's, yeah. Because I'm quick. Look at you the wrong way. I'm right. going to fight a motherfucker. I know. Go ahead. And, uh, now, you can look at me the wrong way all you uh, want. Yeah, but not me. Not you. Um, but yeah, she, um, I say that to say, as I have seen things posted of her now. Does she have a fire crotch? <laughs> no. Um, it's actually kind of like she medically worse. No, it's <gasps> medically worse. Oh, now I feel bad. What mm-hmm. is it? Um, she's in like full like end stage renal failure. <gasps> and she needs a kidney transplant. Oh, my God. And in my mind... I was like, I wonder if any of the people that you were an asshole with okay. in high school Here's the thing. would match. Here's the thing. What? My petty ass, and I'm petty. I know you're petty. I would specifically contact them, be like, oh, I can get tested to oh, see if knows? I'm a match. Uh-huh. And then, like, get tested. And if I was a match, mm-hmm. refuse like, to give it to mm, her. Never mind. Right. So that's I what you get for calling me a firecrop. <laughs> see, that's why you know? I couldn't be you. Right. And so. Now, would I actually do that? No. No. <laughs> I would be like, oh, I'm a match? Go ahead. But my that. petty self would. Yeah. But, like, but I would never really so do that. If, I, you, if I'm a match, you, you can Right. But I said all that to say, you know, you never know what impact you have on people. You never know what you might need from people mm-hmm. later. People you've known your whole life. You, you never know what you might need. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I wonder as I read those things, you know, does she does she think about 
how she treated people. I wonder. And how I mean, I that do. could have impacted her. Mm-hmm. And even now, she posted for weeks about donation, about, you know, oh, how she wished somebody would be able to match her. Oh, how she wished she wouldn't have to do dialysis anymore. And how she wished that, you know, someone, you know, would that she would find him, you know, all these things. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, it really made me think, like, I, do you wish you would have treated people better? Do you to wish you would have had better like, relationships right. that people would line up to give you their kidney? Right. Like, it, it was one of those things, like, not that I believe we have a next life or, you know, the traditional definition of karma. But in that in that situation i'm like really karma's a bitch and you earned every i mean i'm not trying to be like mean but you've earned every bit of no one coming forward for you question Mm -hmm. have you ever like like followed like some old people that they used to know Mm -hmm. and like they have you ever been jealous of their life versus yours no. You've never been jealous of someone? No. Like seeing someone going off and doing things. And you used to know them, whether they were good or not, mm-hmm. to in your life. But, like, look back and be like, hmm, I wish I would have known. No. And I say that because a majority of the, of the people that I have ever had the chance to interact with um, in a good portion of my life um, are on drugs. Oh, wow. They have multiple kids and... And multiple baby daddies, if you will. Yeah. Um, they're miserable people. Yeah. Um, there are quite a few who became nurses. Well, I am a nurse, so that's right. not a, you know. Um, there are some that, you know, are unfortunately homeless mm-hmm. by choice. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, you know, I, s- I applaud the ones who have left that area and been successful. I applaud those that have joined the military mm-hmm. and serve our country. I applaud the ones who are very successful stay-at-home moms. Mm-hmm. Um, and majority of those came from Colorado. Mm-hmm. But the main majority that I know of and that I... Are from here? Are, uh-uh, are from... I didn't grow up here, remember? Oh. Are from North Carolina. Yeah. And um, there are quite a few, like, of my, my youth group people that I, you know pretty much grew up with in North Carolina that are successful people getting married, having families. They were in the military, got out of the military, you know, those, you know, I, I applaud them, but I don't ever wish to have been them. Yeah. And I think it's really bad to wish that mm-hmm. you were, I always lived my life with pretty much no regrets, no regrets. <laughs> um, but I've had a lot of, not a lot. I've had a couple people who turned out to be really successful and like go them. Right. Or really, I should say, like there's <coughs> there's a couple that are super successful. Go them. Mm-hmm. Keep doing what y'all doing. Yeah. Um. There's a couple that have became air quote famous i don't know <laughs> yeah it depends on what uh, what you defined as famous yeah um that i'm once again it's like great i could never 
Yeah, I could. Mm-hmm. And I think that was that was actually one of the questions I had. With I was, ugh, it was when I used to work at the clothing store. Mm-hmm. No, was it? I think when I was working at Petco, mm-hmm. saw an old classmate of mine mm-hmm. who came in, um, and they were talking to me, and they were we got on a topic of a, a classmate who um super successful been in movies Mm -hmm. been on tv yeah and she was really confused a little bit Mm -hmm. i remember in our conversation like we were talking about him and they were like oh my gosh like he's like he's getting a lot of fame he's been on broadway Mm -hmm. all this stuff and then they were like, I mean, didn't you want to go on Broadway? Didn't you want to be on TV? Like, right. you were in theater. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, aren't you, like, don't you wish that was you? Like, you're going, no. <laughs> no. Listen, yeah. my thing is, especially with fame, mm-hmm. when you enter that world of being a quote-unquote public figure, mm-hmm. you are whether you want to admit it or not whether whether you want to allow it to happen or not you're allowing people into your business right sure i enjoyed doing that in mm-hmm. high school i enjoyed acting i enjoyed theater mm-hmm. i've been on a broadway stage before touring it mm-hmm. um but like like would i have wanted to become uh no because i like my life right i'm a i like I like what's happening with my life and being right. out and oh my, go- I couldn't I, even. I couldn't fa- imagine. Like, I couldn't imagine my him. my separation right now in the public eye. Right. I couldn't imagine. Right. I couldn't imagine the amount of stress I would put on myself, but not only that, put on my family. Right. Put on his family because right. they didn't do anything wrong. Right. But also, my son. Like I couldn't imagine my, that. KJ isn't old enough to even understand. I what would I would literally be going means, through like a but Britney shaved head face. Hundred percent. Oh yeah. The whole time. Buzz Cause buzz I literally. Because literally, I I could not be able to handle it. I could not imagine. And I think that's why it's this kinda, in the public eye. It's kind of like I mean, people need to realize like celebrities are humans mm-hmm. too, and the whole I get that you think that you the celebrities owe you something but they don't they owe i remember nothing. i remember when in high school we used to do um these new york trips where we would go up oh yeah mm-hmm. and we would see a few broadway shows mm-hmm. we'll do a workshop and then sightsee whatever and right. come back we did it for a weekend an extended weekend um one time we went out mm-hmm. and we were going to our workshop we parked across the street from our workshop and we were walking past a cafe and Shia LaBeouf was sitting in the window. I remember you telling me this, yeah. And, like, everybody was, like, freaking out. It's like, bro, I'm just trying to eat my cannoli. And, and, li- go and home. literally, his <laughs> face was literally, like, come on now. Really? Yeah. People were, like, at the window, like, oh my God, it's Shia. Oh my. And I'm sitting back, like, I mean, can y'all let him eat? <laughs> I get it. Can y'all like, stop? yes, mm-hmm. it's him, but, like, I mm-hmm. mean,. I could see a better picture of him. Like, it's a poorly lit cafe. I could have saw a better picture of him online. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I get it. Mm -hmm. But it's just, I, it's situations like that where I'm just like, that kind of sucks. Yeah. I get when celebrities are, if you see one and you are excited and you're like, oh my gosh, can I get a picture? Can I get an autograph? Mm -hmm. Sure. 
but if they say no, respect it. Respect it. Yeah. They're not rude. They're not. Uh, for all that you know, you're because you, yeah. let's be real. You're interrupting them. Right. That's you're interrupting their life. Right. Yeah. Like you, you got to remember that you're you're the one who saw them on the street. Because I couldn't imagine if someone approach. ran up to me and was like, "Hey, yo, can I get a picture with you?" I would look at them like they're they are half stupid. Right. Um, no. Why? Where are you posting that? Why would you do that? Right. I would have a lot of questions. Right. And even even if even if we move forward in this whole podcast thing, right? And we're like videoing, you know, adding, you know, I could not imagine if somebody recognized. Either one of us. I think it would be cool. I could chat with you as far Probably. as like a picture, autograph, stuff like that. No. I would be a deer in the headlights. I would be like, what? I'm sorry, who? Why? Who am first I? Off, first <laughs> off, first off, first off, can we take a moment? Mm-hmm. Why in the hell would you want a picture with me? <laughs> <laughs> Why in the hell do you want my I don't know if they autograph? catch you in your overalls. That's worth a picture. Mm-hmm. Why? Because my ass be banging <laughs> Or if you're wearing your platforms. <laughs> Those legs are looking good. <laughs> but I just think it's just, I don't, I can't, I don't, I can't fathom. No. Why people would mm-hmm. want to. I, I get it because I've asked okay. before. Right, yeah. But like, I was always like, I've always, any type of celebrity that I've met in the past, mm-hmm. which besides Kiki Palmer. <laughs> but that was because that was the first celebrity I've ever met. Right, yeah. But ever since then, any other celebrities, and there has been quite a few, I would always, mm-hmm. hi, like go up quietly. Hi, how are you? I'm so honored to meet you. Right. Like it, it's definitely an honor. Would you mind taking a picture? Or would you mind if I get an autograph? Mm-hmm. If they say no, I'm like, thank you so much. Th- just thank you, though. You're right. doing mm-hmm. great. Keep right. up the good work. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not loud. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to make a scene, especially mm-hmm. if we're in a public area. And because I remember I went to New York once and I mm-hmm. saw a very prominent Broadway actor who mm-hmm. did not want their picture or autograph. And that's fine. Right. But we were in a public place close to the theater. Right. Where fans were sitting, but they didn't recognize. Mm-hmm. I went up quietly and I said something. And I, I could have been like, oh, my God, it's you. And then had them surrounded. But why right. would you do that? Right. Like, yeah. that's just rude. Yeah. Like, I, I just never, I never understood it. Yeah. Question. Maybe an answer. Another question. Sure, maybe an answer. Ran- this is like random time. With random question time with Troy. <laughs> uh-huh. Do you feel some type of way when people don't remember you? No. Especially if, or... I should say, if people don't remember you, especially like when you thought, I don't know how to feel about this situation. So in in, in elementary school, Mm -hmm. there's a few people that stand out to me. I can't name everyone, but there's a few people, especially Mm -hmm. the ones that I had class with. And I thought we were elementary school friends. And excuse me, Mm -hmm. I would go up to them and I would like I I. What happened? So, like, a few years after that, like, mm-hmm. I thought we were friends. Mm-hmm. They ended up moving. Right. A few years after, I met a mutual friend that was in the same class. Mm-hmm. And we were talking, and I was like, oh, how is this person? Because I know that they were best friends, and I know that they were still friends. Right. And they were like, oh, they're good. I was like, please tell them I said hi. Like, uh-huh. I would love to chat with them, see what's up. Yeah. 
she comes back to me like the next day because we were working together Mm -hmm. and she was like yeah they don't remember you and i was like dang rude (laughs) right i was like you don't they don't remember I mean, we literally had mm-hmm. the same class for three years together in elementary school. Uh-huh. We were, like, we had a lot yeah. of, like, <laughs> yeah. a lot of mutual friends. It's to only, including you. Including oh. me. It's mm-hmm. only been, like, three or four years since mm-hmm. the last time I saw this person. Yeah. Like, I don't, I've, I've never been, it never, like, affected me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what made me think about that. Probably talking about a little bit about childhood and yeah but like i feel it doesn't like affect me now but like i've always i've always been like hmm. like whenever i would because this person is kind kind of prominent in the right celebrity world not really prominent but like is there kind of there mm-hmm. um definitely knows some celebrities definitely met with some celebrities has their own little mm-hmm youtube show have their following Mm -hmm. um but i was always like 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 what like yeah so when i would see them i would i would always think about it like they really didn't remember me like was i was never mean to them right i was always nice to them Mm -hmm. i actually liked them so like what i feel like for me i don't mind if they forget and I say that because my impact on them must not have been that great. Or my impact on them wasn't memorable, if you will. Like, mm-hmm. my time in their life wasn't something they needed, you know, to continue on or to prosper or whatever. Right. I didn't have that kind of effect on them. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Um, there are sure some that remember me for not good reasons mm-hmm. you know and oh, that that, that impact has for, you know i wish those people would, would forget me. um but there are some times where i do kind of shake my head at it if you will mm-hmm. because it actually happened today really and i was kind of disappointed what happened um our administrator okay uh-huh walked by me and was like holly right uh, no. <laughs> and I was like, no. He said, oh, who are you then? Wow. And I said, Danielle. And he was like, oh, yeah, Danielle Creed. That's right. Walked away from me. And I was like, <laughs> how do you not? I've been here for almost a year. Next month makes one right. year at this facility. I've been there for two and he doesn't know me. And I'm like, what? Right. I take care of all your residents. Right. Like, what the heck? Like, a lot. <laughs> yeah. But like, it, I'm here all the time. And I see right. you all the time. But it's just like, my thing is like, you were, it was, mm-hmm. and it was in high school when I had this conversation with the mutual friend. Mm-hmm. But it was like, it was around the time where, for some reason, I've gotten contact throughout that year and mm-hmm. throughout that summer. It was during mm-hmm. summer. Um, got in contact with so many people from my elementary school mm. um, and talked to so many people from my elementary school. So it was weird that everyone in that little mm. friend group remembered me. But not them. But not that person. And it made me think, like, was I ever 
mean to because I don't All right like what what could what responses that could, did person, you have to them that right because that person mm-hmm. and our mutual friends mm-hmm. like I was nice to everyone mm-hmm. and then with the mutual friends I asked them and they specifically were like no you were never mean to like our group mm-hmm. there were some people I was mean to but like not to our not group that, yeah so it's like group. so it's like I wonder why. But also, I think... Not that I need validation or anything, but right. I, like, makes it makes me think, think yeah. like, why don't you remember? Like, did I do something? Mm-hmm. But also, I think what's wrong. different between the two of us is mm-hmm. that you were able to be stationary. Oh, facts. I did not. I had three elementary schools, three yeah. or four middle schools, yeah. and two high schools. Yeah. So... That's gross. I... You know, I I didn't I wasn't anywhere for longer than three years sometimes. Right. Um, the longest duty station we ever had was between Fort Bragg and Fort Story, I think. Mm-hmm. And even then, I was an adult, so it's not like it really. You know, I won't say mattered. I was already graduated high school by then. Right. Um, but yeah, so it's been very um. Like having that was. Different. So, a majority of the people I remember are from mm, eighth grade on. Mm-hmm. Um, anything really before eighth grade, or sorry, seventh grade on. Anything before seventh grade, a blur. We moved often. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just not something I remember. I do remember one specific receptionist, if you will, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. And the only reason I truly remember her is because she was the receptionist at a elementary school at Fort Bragg, like when we lived on base. Mm-hmm. And then she was my high school receptionist mm. when, like, same, not really same city, but same city, if you will. Um, Fort Bragg was in Fayetteville, and that was on base, but then we lived off base um, in my, like, middle and high school, so she moved from that school to my high school mm-hmm. um so same city technically but not on base and um she she recognized us i re- like the which only- was crazy to me because we were kids right i remember my elementary school fairly well um i re- my middle school is kind of bits and pieces Right. Trauma. Tra- I'll go say trauma, yeah. It's trauma block. Mm-hmm. And then high school, the beginning is slightly trauma blocked. And mm-hmm. towards, I remember a lot of my, the ending of my sophomore going into my junior and senior year, I remember that. Um, you, I talk to my mom about this all the time because um, she has to straighten out the dates and years, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't much remember my transition from sophomore to junior year of high school like I really can't remember a good portion of that like we traveled from North Carolina to Colorado and I know that that took some time mm-hmm. like we were th- we were traveling for a minute mm-hmm. I know that we started at a high school or me at a high school in Colorado but I don't remember I remember what time of year we started school, but I don't remember what grade I was in. Because that whole first transition from, you know, one place to another wrecked my memory mm-hmm. for that. 
Um, I do know that I went to prom there. I know. I'm pretty sure it was my junior prom. But I didn't go to senior prom. Or I went to one but not the other. How was your prom? I... Danielle has had this problem for a long time where I allow myself to be someone's last choice. Ooh. And um, that was a harsh self-reflection that's come about recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but this guy that was sat next to me in civics had asked two or three other girls. At the time, I did not know that, but I do now know that. Asked two or three other girls, and they all said no. And so then he asked me and I was like, well, I never really saw you like that, but we can go as friends because I'm also going with my best friend and I already made plans with her and I'm, I'm definitely going to prom with my best friend, mm-hmm. Sam. Um, so I'm like, I'm definitely going with her. So you can't. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. So he was my like I was his last choice. Uh-huh. And I mean, my mom put in work. For me to look absolutely beautiful for prom. Also, another family friend from church did my hair and makeup. She's wonderful. And, like, it it was awesome. So, did I have fun? Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I mostly danced with my best friend Mm -hmm. once or twice with him. Mm -hmm. Um, He did a majority of the time, like, walk around, which really was none of my business anyway because I was there with my best friend and um yeah like I my that night was very I I went to my junior prom didn't get to my senior prom Mm -hmm. mostly because after I went to my junior prom I was like no interest yeah prom prom is overhyped one it's just Mm -hmm. a more expensive prom queen in my pretty much and my parents spent so much money on my Um, dress I and think I, with mm. with mine's, I asked my best friend at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, she was delightful, is delightful, mm-hmm. would love to reconnect with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remembered, like, we were talking about, oh, we have, it's junior prom, like, we should mm-hmm. go. Let's make a big deal out of it. Yeah. Glad I did, because never did it again. <laughs> um, but I remember, like, I asked her in a big mm-hmm. proposal way, gave her flowers. Oh, cute. I did. So, like, I got to school really early. I went mm-hmm. to her first period. I asked her teacher if I can do a promposal. She said yes. Mm-hmm. So, like, I remember I wrote on her board, on the board. So, she does, like, a morning workup yeah. using the projector. Right. So, I wrote mm-hmm. behind it, like, mm-hmm. her name, will you go to prom with me? Uh-huh. And then, like, she pulled down the thing. Yeah. And she had the morning um, warm up up mm-hmm. and I had someone film it because I don't think I stayed for it mm-hmm. or did I stay for it mm-hmm. I didn't because what happened was she left the projector down mm-hmm. the whole class mm-hmm. and so I believe she did it the whole class I can't remember that detail but either mm-hmm. way um, she I had flowers mm-hmm. maybe something else for her Yeah. Um, and she saw it and then I remembered I asked my teacher if I could leave early because the whole prom proposal, she said yes. So I ran to her, her class, mm-hmm. and I was outside of her class with the flowers, and I asked her that way. Mm-hmm. And I would think I was like one of the first prom proposals of the season. Um, set the bar really high there. <laughs> um, but I remember I asked her mm-hmm. after that, after the prom proposal, 
we really talked about prom. We were like, oh, it's whatever, like whatever. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, I got to get a tux. What dress are you wearing? Mm-hmm. And I remember she told me she was wearing something blue. Mm-hmm. She ended up going with some like an all black dress, I believe. Mm-hmm. I was under the impression she went with something blue. So I wore, I had a black tux with the blue vest and whatever. Mm-hmm. I gave her a blue corsage that I think in our friend group that went, she switched corsages with someone else to match better to match better because mm-hmm. i think they had a white one mm-hmm. and the girl who got the white one was wearing blue oh, okay so yeah. i think it just matched better mm-hmm. and either way it was literally just a bunch of friends that went together right and i remember we went to like a hibachi restaurant before we went to applebee's <laughs> we went to a hibachi restaurant her friend <laughs> one of our friends in the group uh-huh. her uncle drove us mm-hmm. I re- what I remember from that night mm-hmm. is that I had fun with the group that I was with. Yeah. The group made it really fun, mm-hmm. but prom itself was not my thing. I know that there was like this big like riot, if you will, in the middle. Like there is. You like know? like the dance riot of going I've off. I've never made it re- to the middle of the circle. I do remember was the like outside. the chaperones were very lax mm-hmm. compared yeah. to how they were for homecoming. Mm-hmm. I do re- also remember... I think the same year, maybe the year before. No, it was my, oh, that's what I did. Instead of going, I think it was my senior year, instead of going to prom, I made sure I went to homecoming, and right. I took my cousin oh, cute. to homecoming okay. with me, mm-hmm. and that's where we got those pictures yeah. on my Instagram with, mm-hmm. and I, I remember I had a lot of fun with her mm-hmm. when I went to homecoming. That's yeah, we went to Applebee's before. Um, I don't. Those that know me personally or have ever seen my best friend from Colorado, she towers me. Okay? She's like 6'2". So is that what you look for in a best friend? Someone who towers you? Pretty much. I tower you. Yeah, I know. Like uh, you, it must be you a just, qualification you just or something. Qualification has to be taller than I am. <laughs> like, not just taller, but like significantly tower, yeah. taller. So she is 6'1 or 6'2", right? I'm not that tall. No. But she that's how tall she was. And then she was wearing heels. Okay, so you look like she a would like child. S- pretty much, <laughs> she was like six four in these heels, right? Shorty makes short shorts over here. She, like, in the pictures, it's so funny because the guy who had asked me, he was like the same height as me, maybe like a smidge taller. So it was us two, and then were same. you wearing heels? Yes, I would love. Uh, they weren't big. <laughs> <laughs> little kitten heels, yeah. <laughs> little one like, inch like, heels. Yeah. So, um, but you know, sh- there's like. In the picture, I'll show you later, or you guys can look at my Instagram. I want you to wear my platform shoes. Absolutely not. One day, one day, I will break both my ankles just for like one minute. I just Uh want you to slide in them. I want you to see how tall (laughs) the world actually is for a normal person (laughs) with normal height. So, but in the pictures, it's like the two of us and then Sam. You know, like she's. Oh yeah, I've seen the pictures. Um, you guys can look at my Instagram, but she literally (laughs) towered us, and she went with. There was, I can't remember. Oh, no. She didn't go with anyone because um, we were going together. But one of her friends came, like, and sat with us at the table. Mm-hmm. Um, like, one of her, like, best guy friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but we went to Applebee's before, went to prom. Um, after Applebee's, we went to Friendly's, I think it was, or Shoney's. After the prom. Yeah. We went to. Yeah, like Shoney's or something. We got ice cream. Mm-hmm. And probably friendlies. And then we went we went home. Sam drove us because <laughs> she she was all in one with the license at right. this time. 
Um, and yeah, so she she drove us and I can say I have the pictures from before prom. I have pictures of me like exchanging right. like the boutonniere and the corsage with right. with my date, if you will. I think my mom has and that's my mom has I think yeah. she took some of those pictures. I think mm-hmm. she might have a couple. My mom took all the ones I from, have from that, yeah. at, like at prom what they did mm-hmm. was they had a photographer there to take pictures of you and your date or you in a group or whatever mm-hmm. and then they made it into a keychain. I have that keychain of us too. Really? I do. Mm-hmm. I keep it. I would never throw that away just mm-hmm. because well, I mean after all these years and not so much throwing it away but like, getting lost or something. I would I would never I know exactly where it mm-hmm. is too. But I would keep that one forever. But, yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't really much remember prom. It wasn't necessarily a priority, if you will. It wasn't. It was after that first one, I was just definitely like, "Eh, Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10 would not do again. Like, it's expensive for no reason. It was, and and then also, it was, for me, it was stressful because prom, my junior prom was during the time of, Okay. Mm. And I think this particular musical that it was, it, it is. This particular musical that it was a part, my ass decided, <laughs> oh, let's go ahead and be on tech for this one. And so then she was like, well, what part of tech do you want to do? I was like, oh, I'll do the spotlight because you're up in. So when you, for a spotlight, for at our school for spotlight, sorry, at our school for spotlight, there's the auditorium and mm-hmm. the room above where the spotlight is Mm -hmm. you go up to the second floor and then go into a classroom and then go into another room and then that's the spotlight room Mm -hmm. i was like oh i could do that that seems easy enough Mm -hmm. um what i did not know is that not only tech in general but the spotlight tech Mm -hmm. it was a handheld thing so i had to move the light right a heavy um (laughs) b there was gels that we had to put in for different colors for this particular one, we didn't use too many, but she did have, I think, two different spotlights with two different gels. So I had to remember which one to mm-hmm. use, as well as who to spotlight, when and where to put it on. Not this one starts singing, but the spotlight's over there. And right. <laughs> so I didn't realize how much work goes into that. And then not only that, but I had to remember yeah. which one to use. Uh-huh. So I have, I'm following along for the musical mm-hmm. with my script of all my lighting cues and all of this mm-hmm. but i also have to remember t- and try to aim because i can't turn on the light so the thing is it's like the stage is oh like, you blind <laughs> shut <laughs> up <laughs> so like i had to try to aim at the person so that when i turn on the light uh-huh. before the spotlight like i had to turn it on when right. there's when regular light is on the stage like when the stage is lit mm-hmm. and not faded and specifically where the spotlight's supposed to be because it can't be like i like i have to point it to the stage turn it on (laughs) and then like try to find where i need to be and not have it be so noticeable so that when the lights fade the spotlight's where it needs to be and not over at uh, all the way stage left and everybody's on stage right so like you should have saw me i'm up there like this and i'm going but like i would go in plus spotlights are hot yeah. The room is small with yeah. no AC. So, like, <laughs> I, I would go in one way and come out, like, sweaty and, like, oh, I feel gross. <laughs> and then that's when I was like, I will never do tech again. Because I, I remember 
I just picture you right now without your glasses, and I can't imagine. No, what, I, I had glasses. I know, but I'm saying right now. Oh. Like, when you take your glasses off, oh, how, bad how bad you can't see, right? I just couldn't imagine that when you're trying to do a spotlight. It's horrible. <laughs> and then it's I, like, <laughs> um, it, and then I remember, because I did, we did one-act shows. Mm-hmm. I could explain my theater life later, but mm-hmm. for this one, we did one-act shows. Mm-hmm. I acted in them. And then we did the musical. I did mm-hmm. the tech for that. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered after doing the tech for that, I said, never <laughs> again. And then I decided, you know, all of my senior year, I am going to be on stage right. no matter what, except for the one X, which I really wanted to direct really badly. I can explain that later. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to share a quote and then we can close. Okay. Okay. I saw it earlier today. So, I, Yeah says fall in love with taking care of yourself fall in love with the path of deep healing fall in love with becoming the best version of yourself but with patience with compassion and with respect to your own journey that's facts right there mm-hmm. that is absolute facts the patient i mean i got a lot of that but not for myself which is kind of <laughs> shocking um, respect that. yeah but yeah i saw it and i was like mm, i want to share but, uh, peaks and pits. <laughs> you first. Peak this week. Um, I. I got to have some free time. That's nice. And, um, it was, it was nice. Mm-hmm. I, um. I don't much get that uh, often, but it was it was really nice to have. Um, Pit. Uh, please don't take it the wrong way. Pit is how messed up I feel this week with us switching days. <laughs> <laughs> um, this Honestly, week, okay. Yeah, this with week that, we, we switch switched our days, our days off. off. So I um, normally have Tuesdays off. Thankful and grateful yeah. for that. I normally have Tuesdays off after the weekend I work, and you have, have Monday Mondays, off. And then we switch them. But we switch them, so I had Monday off, and you had Tuesday. I off. can say won't happen often. Definitely didn't. I enjoyed it. I didn't mind it. Yeah. Probably because oh. I got out of doing beauty duty, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I didn't mind it. But right. it was it, it was definitely few and far in between for it Cause well, it because it did kind of mess me up mentally. Today, technically, well, now is Thursday, right? Um. Yeah, to me, it's it's still yesterday. Right. So my days are like, what? How yeah. are, how are we here? Now you know how I. Feel. <laughs> um. But you've been used to that my, for uh, two years now. Yeah. Yeah. Still, my peak was seeing my man. <laughs> I really I was able to spend time with him. Uh-huh. I was able to spend the fourth with him. Yeah. And his family. Right. Who are awesome. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, just spending time with them was right. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, my pit would be that that whole yeah. the whole just unappreciation thing with work and yeah. figuring out what I want to do with that. That gotcha. would definitely be a pit. A pit. <laughs> um. So with that being said, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of Life in the Raw with Troy and Danny. Um. Please don't forget to share the podcast with Mm -hmm. friends, family, anyone you want 
anyone you want anyone you do know <laughs> um we are available on all major podcast platforms mm-hmm. spotify apple music sorry apple music i keep doing that you apple do podcast week, every week <laughs> iHeartRadio, pandora mm-hmm. um all major podcasts and platforms we are available on um we do post every monday and thursday yep um, if you have any questions, any stories you want to share, mm-hmm. any questions for us, any comments you have, anything you want to share at all, um, you can do so. You can message us on TikTok or Instagram yep. at Life in the Raw T D. That's Life in the Raw, the letter T and the letter D. <laughs> um, once again, TikTok, Instagram, DM yeah. us. Let us know what's happening. Let us know what you want us to know. And uh, right. let us know whether or not we can share it. Yeah. Um, and please do so. It, it, we want to hear from you guys. And I do, if I'm, I do talk to people sometimes, like, that private message me, like, personally. Um, and I don't share what they share because, you know, that that's something, like, between the two of us, not, mm-hmm. you know, what's shared on our social media for this. Mm-hmm. Um, but... With that being said, if you guys do feel more comfortable just talking to us, that's fine too. Um, well, we not have... not for me because y'all don't y'all don't I, y'all I don't know, know pe- I don't know people. Yes, my... you do. They don't be hitting my <laughs> inbox. They hit yours, <laughs> but they don't know my socials to hit my <laughs> inbox. What if they want something to tell me? Don't go through dating to tell me. <laughs> but um, yeah. If you, I mean, if you feel more comfortable just interacting with us, you know, well, I guess me in the in my regular social media, then that's, I'm more than open. Or, to or mm-hmm. you can also share on our Instagram <laughs> and TikTok at life in the raw TD. Or if you guys that's see life stuff, in the raw TD. Yeah. Send us, us yeah. TikToks or, or, yeah. Oh, I would love that. Oh, send us please, TikToks, yes. Instagrams, other posts, share. Yeah. Anyway, life in the raw TD. That's life in the raw, the letter T <laughs> and the letter D on Instagram and TikTok. Yes. Like, follow, share. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, love you, see you, bye. <laughs> love you, see you, bye. <laughs>